Diamond Points, Butterflies, and Siberian Huskies, all today on the Booterverse. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 16 of the Booterverse, and it is a special episode we have for you today. It is our special bow tie episode. Everything is bow tie related, so buckle up, tie that bow, strap in, because it's time for the Booterverse. Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by finger painting. Finger painting, when you're no Pablo Picasso, it seems like the logical place to go. And now for news in my orbit. Are they the next cover dogs for G. Cujo? Or is their bark worse than their bite? For the last few weeks, a rogue band of bowtie-wearing huskies has been terrorizing small Alaskan towns and stealing all the dried meat and grooming products that they can drag out to their sled. They struck first at a cabin on the outskirts of Pilot Station, whose owner returned home with his own dog to find a window smashed and three bottles of Kong dog shampoo, two pounds of caribou jerky, and half an empty box of milk bones had gone missing. The same sinister calling card, numerous sets of large paw prints, was found three days later outside the home of an Elk Lick resident who lost eight hard-boiled eggs and a deluxe dog brush. After several other successful burglaries that have left homesteaders frightened for their lives, the Huskies appear to have become careless. Two of them were captured by security cameras when they knocked over a convenience store and made off with a dog sweater and two Alaska Aces beer koozies. One of the dogs has been identified by numerous bowtie-clad photos found on him on Instagram, under the account Rocco the Sibe. Anyone with additional information is encouraged to submit it to the social media site using the hashtag LawlessHuskies of Instagram. Now taking our news sled from Alaska to the Russian Federation, a shocking news series of photos has been leaked from the Russian Federal Security Service that show President Vladimir Putin sporting a bow tie on several occasions. Instantly the subject of hot international conjecture, Putin's bows have now been linked to numerous world events, including the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. While most men would experience a significant diminishment of their virility upon donning a bow tie, Putin has instead become quite the cock of the walk. One photo shows him in an unidentified casino wearing a red polka-dotted bow tie and surrounded by huge stacks of tokens and no less than five scantily clad females. Another shows the judo aficionado wearing nothing but a purple paisley tie and matching speedo, all while breaking a huge stack of boards with his head. Still more shocking is the photo of Putin completely nude, save of tie made of houndstooth tweed, and poring over a tactical map of Crimea. A source close to Putin has come forward and said that conservative columnist George Will's recent blast of Putin wasn't because Will believes Putin is a fascist, but because he jealously wishes he was a bowtie stud too. With no word on how extensive Putin's bowtie arsenal might be, intelligence agencies across the globe remain on high alert. Moving on, do you think your neckwear could never get you in trouble? Think again. A man was recently accosted in a Williamsburg, Brooklyn bar for wearing a regular tie. Steve Jackson was in New York on a business trip and had decided to do some exploring, which led to his ill-fated decision to stop into the aptly named Tie Bar. I like ties, Jackson shrugged, and I thought I would just fit right in. He claims he sat down at the bar, and that's when the trouble began. 
He became a bit concerned when he found out that the bar only served Pab's Blue Ribbon, but says he was not unduly frightened at that point. While he was waiting for his beer, he was approached by three young men wearing bow ties and suspenders and sporting handlebar mustaches. They were menacing, Jackson said, adding that they made a few snide comments about his tie before one of them knocked him off his bar stool and proceeded to nudge him aggressively in the ribs with the toe of his vans. It quickly escalated and soon he was surrounded by a taunting mob of inked, bearded, and bow-tied hipsters. He managed to escape by wrestling a kale smoothie from one of them and dumping it on the man's vintage desert boots. This created enough consternation among the crowd that Jackson was able to make a break for it. The hipsters gave chase, but luckily for Jackson, they did so on their fixed-gear bicycles, and he easily outran them by dashing up a small incline. Jackson's assailants, including the ringleader who may have been wearing an ascot, remain at large. From hipsters to the devil, the former site of a mysterious nude statue of the devil in Vancouver, British Columbia, is now hosting another rogue piece of guerrilla art, a bowtie-clad penguin. The pedestal near 4th Avenue and Clark Drive originally held a statue of Christopher Columbus that was recently moved to a different location and has since remained empty. Empty, that is, until September 9th, until the city awoke to find that a nine-foot-tall, anatomically correct effigy of an aroused Satan had been erected in its place. The city quickly removed the figure as it was not a piece of officially sanctioned artwork. And while most feel that a particularly dressed penguin is a distinct improvement over a naked Prince of Darkness, it is also slated to be removed. The bird found early Tuesday morning wears pink sunglasses and a jaunty striped bow tie. He spent this week chilling on his perch, but is set to be taken away around 5 p.m. Friday by city workers. This has prompted a small protest by local bow tie aficionados who resent the implied comparison of dapper neckwear with lewdness and Satanism. Said a spokeswoman for the protesters, we just want to make sure that people don't get the wrong idea that bow ties are somehow sinful. Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by Pumpkins. Pumpkins, haven't you always wanted a big orange bulbous thing hanging on a vine? I know I always have. Buddha. Welcome back, everybody. We have a special guest back with us today, foreign correspondent Vasily Krapov, with a special we like to call back in the Ukraine. Vasily, welcome back to the show. Emery, thank you so much for having me on the show. It is good timing for me to be here. Thank you so much. Vasily, it is great to have you. What is going on in the Ukraine? Is there still trouble with Russia? What's going on? Well, let me tell you, it is not Russia that is bringing big problem to us in the Ukraine. Now it is Bowtie Mafia. Let me tell you, the Russians have left power vacuum in the, the Ukraine. And so what we are doing is having to deal with the Bowtie Mafia. The Bowtie what? That is correct, yes, bowtie mafia. What they are doing is they were having the victims and they strangled them with the bow ties and leave them in the street, but with bows very neatly tied. Did you say they neatly tie the bow ties? That is correct, yes, they are neatly tying the bow ties and leaving bodies in the streets. You know who it is. You have it, they are like falling from buildings and whatnot, shipping yards, and they're, it is crazy timing. And what is happening is the bow tie mafia is definitely taking over Ukraine. 
Vasily, it is hard to believe that a band of bow-tie-wearing ruffians could take over the Ukraine. Well, let me tell you, Emery, it is not so much because, listen, there is nothing here. We have no police force. The Russians, who knows what they are doing? They are sitting in their tanks playing Yahtzee. I don't understand how they play except over the CBs, the radios. They play the Yahtzees with the other people and they, they're rolling the dice. And I don't understand why they're doing this, but there you have it. Vasily, wait. I bring you back and you're talking about Russians rolling die in their tanks. Bowtie mafias taking over the Ukraine. This is all very difficult to believe. Emery, how can I say this to you in more plainer English than what we are having right now? What I'm telling you is the truth. Truth is right here. You must open eyes. The media do not cover this thing. This is why you have me as foreign correspondent. Because what I do for you is I bring you truth from Ukraine. Right, just like the time you told me your babushka was really Arnold Schwarzenegger in a muumuu. Listen, this is verifiable fact. Arnold Schwarzenegger wearing muumuu is in fact my babushka. Vasily, I think we all know that's not true. You believe what you want, but listen, it's on internet. Everyone believe what they're reading on the internet, but especially with the Bowtie Mafia. Listen, these people, are they wearing polka dottings, they're wearing stripings. It is very bad for business to walk around in regular tie. For you, you have to understand, because when you are a Ukrainian, you have proudness, and proud Ukrainian men do not wear bow ties. Are you saying that bow ties are a bit effeminate, Vasily? No, listen, I'm not saying you're girly men for wearing bow tie. I'm just saying that, listen, I see you in the prancing around in the bow tie sometimes. I wonder, uh, sometimes things are in question. Just like Arnold Schwarzenegger is your babushka, listen, my Bobby is a beautiful person and I love her to death. But let me tell you, sometimes for her to be wearing the bow tie and the muumuu and looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, not a, too big of a stretch. All right, Vasily. Well, we'll take your word for it. Watch out for that bow tie mafia. Anything else to listen? need to know. Listen, be very careful when entering Brooks Brothers stores or any other placings that has the bow ties. Bow tie mafia is everywhere. You don't even know until they're taking over city, killing people in streets by strangling them with bow ties. Be very careful and prodigious on the lookout. All right, Vasily, thank you so, so much. Stay safe as always, and I hope the Russians continue to beat you at Yahtzee. Listen, I am winning Yahtzee against Russians. I play with them. That's how I know that they are, you know, playing the Yahtzee in the tanks. All right, Vasily, that's been it for our segment with Vasily Krapov back in the Ukraine. And we'll be back right after this. Buddha. Today's episode of the Buddhaverse is brought to you by Chuck Norris. Well, he hasn't officially endorsed the Buddhaverse, but let's just go ahead and assume that he has. Buddha. Welcome back, everybody. It's now time for the inimitable Judy Scheinbaum in a segment we like to call The Last Lung with Judy. Judy Scheinbaum, as always, welcome back to the show. Oh, Emery, it's so good to be here and to see you. Thank you for inviting me back, as always. I think this is episode number 16 or whatever. Apparently, it's your special bow tie episode. So, I had my assistant, who you know is Louise, who works down at the beauty parlor. She actually has become my assistant now. I had Louise sort of, how do you say, rummage through the questions that I get on a weekly basis. And she has gotten me some bow tie questions. So here we go. Question number one from Mario in Peekskill, New York. He says, can a woman really wear a bow tie without everyone thinking she's a lesbian? Well, Mario, great question. The answer, no. 
Moving on. The next question is from lovely Frank in Goshen, Illinois. Is there any kind of animal that is just too weird to put a bow tie on? Oh, sweetheart, one time Eliza, my lovely daughter, put a bow tie on a lizard. I swear to God, I thought the thing was going to have a conniption fit. In fact, I think it was an iguana because it changed colors to match the actual bow tie. It was a pink polka-dotted iguana. I don't even know, or a chameleon, whatever, some sort of mammalian lizardy type thing. It was kind of like that one TV show V back in the early 80s. They did a reboot with not good, not good. Anyway, I digress. That poor iguana, a chameleon, a lizard, or whatever it was, was terrified. It it was like Charlie Chaplin in Nazi Germany. It was a little verklempt, if you know what I mean. But here's the thing, it's gonna be fine. If an animal wants a bow tie, I say let the animal do it. You are a lovely person, or being, or whatever. You just be a beautiful animal. But as for women, absolutely not. We don't need more women dressing up in men's clothing. We had those stupid Gap commercials back in the 90s with that mocky mock Wahlberg. And let me tell you something. That man looks great in a pair of underoos. The only thing that would have made it better, a bow tie. My last question. We, we are just flying through these today. It's from Phil in Manchester, New Hampshire. He says, Every time I wear a bow tie, I look more like Pee Wee Herman than Frank Sinatra. How do I look like a real man? Well, Phil, there seems to be more problems going on than just your choice of neckwear. My advice to you would be this. Take the Chuck Norris route. Get on a karate belt. Do some kung fu. Move to Texas. Get some cowboy boots, become a walker Texas Ranger type, you're gonna be fine. But as for the bow tie, I'm sorry, my dear. If you wanna be more like a man, you're gonna have to beef up more like Arnold Schwarzenegger, or perhaps Sly Stallone. And I tell you what, whatever that man is on is delightful. I saw that Expendables 3 movie. Oh my gosh, I hear they're making a 16th installment of the Expendables all the way through 2032. And boy, am I excited. Take some karate lessons, become a Texas Ranger, and perhaps you might want to skip the bow tie and go for a bolo. Well, I think that's it for all the questions we have. You all have been wonderful. We'll be right back, right after this. Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by the Picture Frame Emporium, which is the official sponsor of Murder, She Wrote. And now, bow ties in history. Part 1. A lot of people think that the bow tie was truly brought about in the 17th century. Not true, my friends. In fact, it goes beyond that to some mythological mayhem in the book of Genesis. Open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1, because we've got some learning to do. A lot of people think that Adam's first article of clothing was a fig leaf. Not true. The Lord said that this was not good, and he gave Adam a bow tie. Eve subsequently ripped it off of them for, I believe it was a fig leaf and lambskin, but that was her choice. If we move on, the pharaohs of ancient Egypt did not, in fact, wear some golden encrusted crown. No, my friends, they wore a bow tie. In fact, they were so prodigious in ancient Egypt that their cats were actually clad with bow ties amongst their many jewels. The original plan for the Sphinx actually called for a bow tie, but was absolutely and unfortunately disregarded when King Tutankhamun thought, well... I'm cool. I don't need to wear a bow tie. Tisk tisk, King Tut. 
A lot of people don't know that the Crusades were actually started by a group of nomadic individuals not wearing bow ties. King Richard the Lionhearted would have none of it, and so sent his minions to the Middle East for what can only be considered a romp in the desert. In terms of monarchs, King Henry VIII was not granted a divorce, not because the Pope really didn't like him, but because Henry VIII refused to wear a bow tie and the Pope was a fan. It's hard to see what happens under that collar, but rest assured, the Papal See loves a good bow tie. Moving on, the bow tie has made its way through the millennia, through the centuries even, to be a pivotal point in history. A lot of people don't know this, but Marie Antoinette was actually beheaded not because of her political or royal allegiances, but because of not wearing a bow tie. The French people had had enough and decided to create a republic because Miss Antoinette wouldn't don the lovely bow tie. Some historians have even speculated that World War I was caused not because Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated by a bullet, but because he was actually strangled by a bow tie by his mistress, a disgruntled handmaiden. A lot of people don't know this because it is a footnote in history, but Joseph Goebbels was a big fan of not only Nazi propaganda, but of the bow tie. This is unfortunately one of the darker times in bow tie history, but we have to say it all. The truth must come out. But a little dark spot on a bow tie doesn't diminish all the greatness that it does. The philosopher Nietzsche once asked the question, what's the point of wearing a bow tie? And subsequently said, ah, screw it. I'll wear it anyway. Some have said the biggest step that mankind has ever taken was landing on the moon. I beg to differ. The biggest step mankind has ever taken was donning a bow tie. And that's been part one of our bow ties in history. Buddha. Well, this is crazy. I'm actually sitting here by myself with the production team and I don't have a guest. Today is a very special episode. We have our 50 days of bow ties on Instagram and we wanted to talk about bow ties. I wear them all the time in real life as a real person and real out there, not just in the Booterverse, but in the real world I wear them. And so I thought that we could answer some of your questions regarding the bow ties. So I am gonna be the guest today. Someone sent in a question that says, is there a group that should start wearing bow ties? Hmm, this is interesting. Sure, there definitely is. Uh, that group uh, is called men. Real men should wear bow ties. It's a fact. Bow ties are not effeminate. They don't make you look like a sissy man. They are a unique and, and lovely sort of neckwear. Sure, even neckwear sounds a little feminine. I understand that. There's not anywhere you can go. Okay, I understand it. But seriously, get your head out of the 20th century and think about it for a second. We have a neckwear where it doesn't get dirty. It's not gonna fall in your food. It's not gonna get messy unless you're like dribbling, like unless you have a saliva problem, it's not gonna be bad, okay? Unless you're sitting there in a home, you know, you're 80,000 years old, you're dripping, you know, pudding from your lip onto your bow tie, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. So seriously, go ahead, go out, find a bow tie. There are lots of places online where you can get them. They're pretty cheap and they're gonna look great. And people are gonna be like, wow, you look amazing in that bow tie. Well, sure, then they'll say some other things, but just hold on to the fact that they said you looked amazing. Here's another question. Will bow ties give me superpowers? The answer is yes, but don't tell anybody. Okay, here's a great question. Who wore or wears the bow tie best? Well, that's kind of a silly question because any man wearing a bow tie is gonna look pretty darn good in a bow tie. But here's the thing. 
Let's keep it proportional to your neck. If you have a bow tie all the way out to the middle of your shoulder, it may be a bit too long. It looks ridiculous. You're not Bozo the Clown. Keep it within the neck region. You know, you don't have to have it be the whole span, the wingspan of New Jersey. You know what I mean? Like, you you want to look cool. You want to have that high and tight, as they say. Now, I'm not a military man, but they know what I'm talking about. I will say, um, any person who wears a real bow tie, a, a self-tie bow tie, is going to look the best in it. You know, Martin Short, a dear, dear, uh, actually, I, I don't really know him. I'd like to know him, but, you know, I don't know him because we don't cross paths. Uh, I'm not a Canadian, uh, but if Martin is listening, he is, in fact, my favorite Canadian. I, I do have a top 10 list of favorite Canadians that I have that may or may not wear bow ties. He's at the top, and he does wear a bow tie from time to time. And I support that. Usually it's with a tuxedo. And here's the thing. You, you're, you're asking the question of who wears it best, but you have to ask the question, who wears them at all? Because wearing it to the Oscars or to an NFL function where you're beating someone up doesn't necessarily make a good bow tie wearer. It does not. A good bow tie wearer, it does not make. If Yoda were here, he would say, mm, beat up you will. Bow tie look crappy it does. First of all, the bow ties signify a man with inner peace, not someone who needs to be strangling, hitting, giving black eyes to, to, to the women in their lives or men in their lives. Seriously. I mean, because, you know, violence, it's, it affects us all. I once saw Brad Pitt wear a bow tie. He did pretty good with it, I think. If, you're, if we're still on the question of who wears bow ties best, you know, Paul Rubens obviously kind of brought the bow tie back with Pee Wee's Playhouse. I mean, you can't deny that. It became in the national zeitgeist with Mr. Rubens' gray suit and red bow tie. Um, you know, big fan of uh, the C. Ev Coop, C. Everett Coop, former Surgeon General of the United States of America. He had the chin strap beard. And the bow tie. The man was an iconoclast. Props to him. Arthur Schlesinger, great guy, political figure, wore bow ties pretty well. Not enough political figures, men of influence, wear the bow ties. And I wish they would. I'd love to see former presidents, from Jimmy Carter to George W. Bush, wearing the bow tie. Come out of your bow tied closet, my friends, and wear the bow tie. A lot of people don't wear bow ties in real life. I mean, when was the last time you saw a politician rocking a bow tie? Hmm, hardly ever. I mean, when was the last time you saw a professional wrestler rocking a bow tie? Almost never. When was the last time you saw an Olympian rocking a bow tie? Almost never, but there was that one swimmer from Great Britain who wore the Speedo and the bow tie. I'm not saying it was a bad look. I'm not saying it was a great one either. Well, I'm sure it was great to some ladies, but we'll move on. So here's another question. Are holiday-themed bow ties evil? Well, sure they are. If you have holly on your bow tie, there's something sinister about you, sir and or madam. There is a point in which it becomes ridiculous. If I see Santa on a sleigh on your bow tie, I'm wondering what's coming down your chimney. If I see a snowman perched upon your neck, I wonder, is it you who's really frigid? If I see a Christmas tree, on your bow tie, I start to wonder, hmm, do you have a pine needle stuck somewhere you wouldn't want people to know? These are the thoughts that run through my head. 
Here's another question. Someone writes in, when I wear a bow tie, the best compliment I've ever gotten was, gee, you look really cute. What am I doing wrong? Well, my friend, it may not be the bow tie. It may be you. Or the woman who said you looked cute. Either or. The thing is this. You have to rock the bow tie with confidence. If you're wearing a bow tie with a schlubby shirt and khakis, perhaps it does look cute. Like a toddler who just donned his first osh-gosh-bagosh pair of overalls and started prancing around the room saying, Daddy was with the secretary. Daddy was with the secretary. There is an issue, sir, not with the bow tie, but perhaps with your other attire. If you were wearing schlubby pants and a baggy shirt, perhaps the woman realized you were trying, but somewhat missing the mark. Now let's move on. Here's another question we've got. Is there any material that a bow tie simply should not be made out of? Is there any material you wouldn't want to see on your fourth grade math teacher? I think not. There's your answer. Sure, she was hot, okay? Fourth grade math teachers are always hot. I don't care who you are. I don't know why. It's just the case. It's a fact. That's right, it's a fact. That's right, put it down. That's right, people know that fourth grade math teachers are hot. That's right. I don't know. It's all those equations and fractions. Here's a question. Is wearing a bow tie an act of defiance? Interesting question. You know, I, I think actually wearing a bow tie is in fact a form of societal uh, uh, bucking societal convention. It's saying, I'm going to do what I want because I like it. And it's different and it's appropriate and it's cool and that's awesome. There's a sense in which wearing a bow tie is going to set you apart. For good or bad, it's going to make you look different. So if you don't want attention drawn to yourself, you probably shouldn't wear a bow tie. Bow ties will stick out in a crowd. They will make you seem in some way like you're bucking the social conventions and the social norms. Because most of the males in the 21st century still don't consider bow ties to be a really awesome form of attire. There is something about them that still carries a somewhat effeminate note, and it shouldn't. It doesn't. Actually, wearing a bow tie could be one of the most masculine things you do, and here's why. Wearing a bow tie symbolizes strength. And it's strength because you're being an individual. And sure, you can say, well, a lot of other people may start wearing bow ties, so it makes me less of an individual. No, it doesn't. If you like bow ties, then you're doing what you like. And there's nothing more individualistic than that. Now, there's a time and a place where you actually should wear bow ties. I think people who wear bow ties to formal occasions actually look like they're supposed to be there. But you can bring the bow tie out of those formal occasions and say, listen, it can also be used in a commonplace everyday scenario where you're working, you're gaming, you're going to the coffee shop, you're living your life, and you're doing it with a bow tie. It doesn't make you look effeminate. It doesn't make you look like someone who doesn't understand what's going on. In fact, in fact, it makes you seem a little bit more intellectual. With the bow tie, there's always sort of been this cachet with intellectualism, meaning that we have this wonderful piece of cloth that symbolizes someone who can take the time to learn a skill and to use that to symbolize what they care about. And the bow tie means many different things to many different people. The bow tie means intelligence or academia, the bow tie means elegance. 
To some, the bow tie is a form of protest saying, I'm going to go away from social convention. And that's all right. The bow tie also symbolizes confidence. If you are confident to wear something within the norm of society, while it still might be on the outskirts, nobody's going to look at you too oddly if you're wearing a bow tie. If you are able to carry it off and own that bow tie, then you're doing great and doing exactly what the bow tie would symbolize. There are many different kinds of bow ties, different fabrics, different shapes, different colors, different textures that all go to symbolize who you are. There are people who like tweeds. There are people who like bright colors. There are people who like you know, more commonplace stripes or plaids. It's up to you. And that's the great thing about the bow tie. It is a symbol of your individuality. If you feel bad one day, just like you would with normal clothes, you can choose a different bow tie. Or if you feel great and exuberant, you can choose a different bow tie. And they all mean the same thing overall. They say you like something and you're not afraid to show the world that that's the case. So if you have bow ties, of course I'm going to tell you wear them proudly. I don't wear a bow tie every day, but I try to wear them as much as possible because I like them. And I think it symbolizes a lot of the things that I'm trying to convey to people. Mostly that I care about my own opinions to be able to wear them out into the world. And that's very important. Nothing else. I mean, you can wear a t-shirt, you can wear different kind of jeans, you can wear whatever, a baseball hat that all symbolize something. But the bow tie is special because not everybody can tie one. And if you can tie one, then that puts you in a special group of people who actually take the time to get up in the morning and to say, I'm going to approach the world in a confident and loving way. And that's a great thing. Because with all the other things that the bow tie represents, you have to treat them with care and it is a delicate process to tie them. And so if you don't have the time or the inclination to treat the world around you with care, then, you know, I mean, just slab on a t-shirt and jeans. There's nothing wrong with t-shirt and jeans. Absolutely not. I wear t-shirt and jeans all the time. It's great. Great look. Especially the skinny jeans. Apparently... Uh, people say I look very good in them. I don't know. I'll just, I'll just take that compliment. It's good. It's nice. But if you can take the time to learn a new skill, you should. And that new skill should be learning to tie a bow tie. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people like bow ties, but they don't know how to tie them. So they'll get these pre-tied bow ties that are already for you. That's great. I think that's a step in the right direction because you're saying, I don't know how to tie them, but I like them. I want these to represent who I am and I'm gonna put it on. But start taking the time to learn. And they're easy enough to purchase online. You could find a myriad of different stores that you can find them, and uh, it, it would be great. Here's another question. Is wearing a bow tie a matter of choice, or is it a lifestyle? I think it can be both, actually. I'm not gonna lie about it. You can choose to wear a bow tie from time to time. But wearing, but a bow tie can also be a lifestyle. If you wear a bow tie more than once or twice a month, it's actually a lifestyle. And that's the thing. You can choose to live into what a bow tie represents, or you can choose to just wear one from time to time to be cool. If bow ties are in fashion and you wear one, I would say that it's a choice, not a lifestyle. If you wear a bow tie for, you know, for multiple years, not just months, but, you know, multiple years, then yes, I would say that that is a lifestyle. And I say that's a lifestyle choice that I completely support. 
two thumbs up. You know, if Bill Clinton were here, he'd probably say, I'll tell you what, I love the bow tie. I don't wear them nearly enough. Sometimes they can get close to strangulation, and I just feel like Hillary doesn't need more ammo to get me taken off this planet. And I'm not saying she would, because I love her. Hillary Clinton, 2017 or whatever it is, I don't even know. I mean, seriously, what the hell is she doing? Here at the Booterverse, we'd like to send a special thanks to bow ties everywhere, to Courtney and our sound engineer, Sonny, for producing such a lovely program. Also, a special thanks to Quadrants for composing our theme song. And of course, to you, the listeners, for listening in. We are so glad you did. If you haven't had enough of me here, you can also find me all over social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and even on Instagram, at The Booter. We'd love to hear what you think about the show, and there's actually a place for you to comment on our website. If you go to www.thebooter.com, you can find the comment section and let us know what you think. It's funny. I know interstellar travel is a bit difficult, but the Booterverse is always a click away. (laughs) 